Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go again. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. And I mean, I made the joke earlier today. I might as well just keep rolling. We know it have been about a seven seven hour live stream six seven hour live stream but no i mean we, we got it going again to end this monday night right here june 19th to kind of put a cap on what a crazy roller coaster mostly very 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 good news for the florida gators the last three days on the recruiting front this time jamonte waller big time elite edge rusher commits to the florida gators to kind of just i mean put a bow uh, on these three days, and I, I'm assuming Florida's going to be done here. <laughs> right, or, right now, who knows? Who knows? The train's rolling right now uh, for the Florida Gators and this this recruiting class right now for the 24 uh, class. I mean, seven in the last three days. Woo! I mean, they're giving us plenty, plenty to the talk, plenty to talk about, plenty to celebrate. Let's ce- celebrate Gator Nation. You absolutely should celebrate this you should celebrate this you celebrate what's been going on the last three days here uh, all the doubts and all the you know uh complaints about the recruiting and where it was going no more no more right now no more we'll, we'll get into it what this means for florida's class right now of course you know we got to keep all these guys but right now enjoy it for what it is enjoy it for what it is right now and the florida gator actually being the talk of the college football recruiting world right now uh, and what Billy Napier's been able to do over these last seven days, staff, what they've been able to do over these last uh, or seven, uh, over the last three days, uh, what they've been able to do. So we'll get into it, uh, what Waller means and, uh, you know, just type of uh, athlete Florida's getting right here, but big time, big time pickup. Like, subscribe, we'll get into it. Hit that like button. I, um, if I go back and look at it, I know we said I, I, we set the, uh, the like uh, I said, let's set the light record a couple of episodes ago when we had that flurry uh, of commits the other night. That video ended up getting, let's see, 590. That's where that one sits at now. Uh, so can we break 590? I mean, I'm sure that one to get a little bit more. That, that one will still keep going, but uh, can we get 600 likes on this one? So we'll see. We'll see. Hit that like button. Subscribe if you haven't done so yet. I mean, we've been busy right here on Gators Breakdown. Your support goes a long way. I try and throw all these episodes out at, at you guys. I have fun doing it. I have fun bringing it to you, especially, especially when we get to talk about stuff like this. I mean, it's uh, it's been rare. 
it's been that we, we, we that we've had this opportunity to talk about uh, football like this and, and recruiting like this. Let's enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it. So like, subscribe uh, if you haven't done so yet. Join Gators Breakdown Plus. All that conversation going on there. Commercial free episodes. Link is in the description. And all right, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Gator Nation, we got to commit this one, of course, putting a cap on a great, great run these last few days. Jamonte Waller, you see it right there. This is the type of player you're getting right here from the state of Mississippi, a four-star on the 24-7 sports composite, a four-star on their own three industry rankings as well. He is the 71st overall player on the 24-7 sports composite, 7th-ranked edge player on three industry. Has him as a linebacker, 61st overall, and 7th-ranked linebacker. Now, it's weird. If you look at the on three industry rankings, they have him a little higher than 24-7 sports composite. Uh, Also, on three sole rankings, on three's own rankings, they don't even rank him. He's not even ranked on the on three rankings. So... If that comes around, you would assume his ranking is going to be even higher. He's going to jump up even higher. Uh, the own three ranking uh, holding him back a little bit, holding him down uh, in these rankings a bit. So we'll see if that changes. Uh, for whatever reason, he, he's not ranked on on three. But uh, I think 24-7's own rankings has him as a five-star. I believe ESPN has him as a five-star. Uh, so this is a, you know it's not really all over the place except for on three, just not ranking him at all. So four-star, five-star, a type of player here. We'll see if on three comes around and updates their rankings. If they do, uh, you might see Walder jump up even more. But I mean, this looked like for, I mean, it, to keep going and how important this is, he's the fifth hi- highest player in the class of 2024 right now. That's the type of pickup this is. A top five player in the class right now behind DJ Lagway, Xavier Filsamy, Darius Hayes, and Miles Graham. It looked like Ole Miss was a team to beat here. Penn State felt good at some point as well. But Florida having fellow Mississippi player Kanan Daniels was a huge, huge plus here. Good friends with Jamonta Waller. I was hearing some good things last week going into this visit. Glad to see all that come to fruition a bit. Uh, But he was originally planning to commit on August 26th. That's what he said coming off of his visit this past weekend in Gainesville. He was going to wait till that August 26th day on his birthday. No more. No more. Right here on this Monday, day after he leaves Gainesville on Sunday, all those exit meetings. He probably committed to the staff over the weekend anyway. Glad to see the staff kind of just fast forward this a bit. Let's not wait till August 26th. Mike Peterson, Austin Armstrong going a long way here. I know Peterson, I know we've all been waiting on that, right? For for him to pull in one of these big-time edge prospects. Javante Waller now commits to the Florida Gators. Mike Peterson, Austin Armstrong, Billy Napier getting it done right here for the product from Mississippi. So he finished his junior season with 106 tackles, 24 tackles for loss, 11 and a half sacks, one interception, one forced fumble, two fumble recoveries. One more time. His junior season last year, 106 tackles, 24 tackles for loss, 11 and a half sacks, one interception, one forced fumble, two fumble recoveries. He'll line up on the edge with his hand in the dirt. He'll, you know, he flashes speed. He moves to get by those offensive tackles. Uh, and just his first couple of highlights, you, you can see it. He shows the ability to get by 
with that speed includes swim moves, the ability to show outside and shift inside of the tackle, uh, playing a quarterback, you know, moving around in the pocket. Uh, he'll, he'll keep him in contain uh, and then eventually gets the sack. Uh, shows that while making a hard hit on the quarterback. But what really jumps off is just the speed to get to the quarterback. I mean, it, it is relentless. He is relentless uh, and really just must be accounted for in every pass rush situation right here uh, for Waller. So I really like his ability to know you know, when to go and when to show patience. Uh, he's, he's sudden, has an unbelievable change of direction. He can, he can stop and reset his path uh, with zero hesitation, zero loss in momentum. That, those are the things that just really, really hop out or pop out to me when you look at uh, his highlight film. Uh, he shows great use of his hands for a high school player to disengage from the offensive line. It, it certainly helps him chasing down plays in the backfield as well, being able to disengage. He'll, and it's interesting – you know, to see how Florida is going to use him with either his hand in the dirt, standing up as an edge rusher, maybe uh, pushing back to linebacker a bit as well. A little on the, you know, a little bit on the, on the shorter side. So um, it probably more so edge and you know, six two, two twenty five, maybe closer to six foot two or six foot as well uh, is what I'm hearing. So you probably. Linebacker, I don't think we'll see his hand in the dirt too, too much here at Florida just because of the size, but mostly standing up as the edge rusher, another linebacker, off-ball linebacker. So it could be one of those that get moved around, uh, stay on the field, uh, very similar to, to Scooby Williams as a recruit, um, you know, playing more, but Scooby playing more standing up. Uh, Waller has mentioned wanting to stay on the edge as a top priority, so I see him You know, probably staying in that role if so. We'll see what Florida uh, brings along uh, recruiting as well with Jordan Ross. Uh, but you know he'll still have to drop in the underneath coverage, make a make a tackle in that role. But he shows great movement uh, where there shouldn't be an issue. You know, some teams want him as a linebacker, so going to be interesting to see how his career pay, pay, pays off here. Um, as I mentioned, you know we'll see. You mentioned it early in an earlier episode as well. See what happened with Jordan Ross and and him. He's a pure edge player, great edge player. As far as they were to pull him in, you know, Florida should feel good. Um, about where they stand with Jordan Ross uh, right now. But if you're able to add that uh, to Jamonte Waller, Waller could play a little bit more linebacker. But I think uh, still a player that can move around edge off-ball linebacker, and we'll see where that goes. But love what he shows on his film of just being relentless. I mean, he, he, this, just go watch the huddle highlight, guys. He jumps off the page. I mean, the speed, the speed just goes. Uh, it, it, it's so noticeable. So noticeable there for Jamonte Waller. So big, big pickup. For the defense, I mean, just the defense is kind of for the class of 2024. The last few days has just kind of been boom. I mean, we were wondering how it was going to fill out a bit. Linebacker was looking good early on with Hayes and Graham, but now along the defensive line, and now Ed Rusher, there may be another linebacker here with Jamonte Waller. Florida really looking good on the defensive side of the football. So, right now, you know, what does it mean for Florida? Overall, you know, this puts Florida at 16 commits. 16 commits. Pushes the Gators into third place overall on the 24-7 sports composite rankings. Third place. Yes, you heard that right. <laughs> you know, Florida shooting up the board right now behind Georgia and Michigan. Jumps Ohio State to get into third place right now with a score of 255.62. Uh, and of course, you know, on three, we're all, it was already at number three uh, right there. Moves into number two on the on three rankings 
do the Florida Gators. So it was Georgia, Florida, Ohio State on the own three rankings. And 24-7 sports has Georgia, Michigan, Florida, Ohio State. So big, big rise for the Gators in the rankings here. And if you look at the class, two five-stars, nine four-stars, four three-stars, uh, and Noel P, uh, unranked, He'll get, a, he'll get a grade of a three-star eventually. Uh, we'll see when that happens. But Waller is Florida's sixth top 100 player. Sixth top 100 player. So I knew a good inkling that this one was coming, so I did some research in the last couple of hours or so. Uh, and part of that, as I just mentioned now, he is the sixth top 100 player in his class. The Gators only had two top 100 last class to the year before in Billy Napier's first class. Six in this class. When's the last time that's been done? Well, I got you right here. Florida hasn't had six top 100 players in a class since 2013. Florida hasn't had six top 100 players in a class since 2013. Half six right here in this class of 2024 right now. So hopefully... Hopefully all these guys stay in there. We, we know that's part of the story, but we're not going to harp on that. Right now, we'll celebrate what's happening. Amir Jackson, of course, the tight end Florida just got a couple days ago. He sits at 108. So maybe even another before it's all said and done. As far as current commits go, he could be another one that hops into the top 100. So could get Florida 7. So Florida's average right now, 92.64. Pretty good average right there for the Florida Gators. A big-time, big-time pickup. Uh, as I said, uh, Ole Miss felt good at one point, but it was Auburn, Ole Miss, and Florida in the three that he gave, and in the three that Waller gave coming out of the visits this past weekend. Ole Miss thought to be the team trending, but uh, I don't think Lane Kiffin's going to be trolling this one too much. Don't think that's going to happen. I, I, but big credit, too, for just speeding this thing up. I mean, the, the plan was August, wait to the birthday, but no, no, Florida, with the great momentum they had, continue that momentum. Right here with Waller. So the top 100 players, Lagway, Filsamy, Hayes, Graham, Jamonte Waller, Aaron Childs. Like I said, Amir Jackson's at 108, so he's on that cusp of the top 100. One more time, six players from the state of Georgia, two from Florida, two from Maryland, two from Mississippi now with Kanan Daniels and Waller. Texas with two, North Carolina with one, and of course one from Germany too. But, man, just... One more time, kind of to look at it. 71st overall player in the country, 7th ranked edge from the 24-7 sports composite, 61st overall on the on three, 7th ranked linebacker on that service. Now let's just refresh it. Mention seven commits, seven commits in the last three days for the Gators. Four on Saturday, three here on this Monday. Let's just recap it. Amir Jackson, go back to him one more time. As I mentioned, right on the cusp of a top 100 play. He was the first one Saturday to break it through 
108th overall, 8th ranked athlete on the 24-7 sports composite, 130th overall on the own three, 10th ranked tight end, four-star on both services, of course. Aaron Childs, one of the biggest surprises over the, over the weekend. 80th ranked player overall in the 24-7 sports composite, the 6th ranked linebacker, four-star on the own three industry rankings, 109th overall, ninth ranked linebacker on, on three, four-star on both services, Continuing that great, great linebacker class for the Gators with Hayes and Graham. Now Waller, you know, maybe that slash edge type as well. I mean, Florida is putting it together, putting it together for this linebacker group and the defensive front, of course, because that goes with Amaris Williams. He committed Saturday as well, a four-star on both services. 24 Seven sports composite it has him as the 186th overall, the 23rd ranked defensive lineman, 180th overall on, on three, 21st ranked defensive lineman. And then this Sierra Johnson, who's going to line up right there close to the middle for this Gator defensive front, four star on both services, 250th overall in the 24 7 sports composite, 30th ranked defensive lineman. If you move to on three rankings, they have him as 245th overall, 26th ranked defensive lineman. And then let's move a couple of days. Nothing on Sunday. You had the Gator baseball game. Everybody biting your nails, watching the Gator baseball game. Um, no commits on Sunday. Just a little bit of a break. We probably needed a little bit of a break. We got one and then full steam ahead again on Monday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Makai Burrow was the first one to hop on board on Monday. Three-star defensive lineman on both services. 24-7 sports composite has him as the 994th overall, 96th-ranked defensive lineman. On three has him as the 936th overall, 88th-ranked defensive lineman. Big, big winner with Georgia right there for Burrow. You can go listen to the episode detailing his commitment. And then, of course, the Gators grabbing offensive lineman today, too. Florida LSU battle for Marcus Mascall. Three-star on both services. 24-7 Sports Composite has him as the 669th overall, 51st-ranked offensive tackle. On three industry rankings, 612 overall, the 40th-ranked offensive tackle is Marcus Mascall. Then, of course, Jamonte Waller rounding it out. Four-star bow services, 71st overall, 7th-ranked edge on 24-7 Sports. On three has him 61st overall, 7th-ranked. Linebacker, so big, big, big few days for the Gators. Oh, let's get into these comments. Let's get into the comments. Under Crane, yeah, <laughs> Napier didn't want to uh, take Sully's moment on Sunday. Hey, that's not far fetched. Uh, that conversation actually did go on uh, a little bit, I believe. So uh, you're not uh, you're not uh, you're not too far off uh, with, with, with that one. So. Uh, Brandon, let's see. Brandon McStay says it's great to be excited, but Florida should be this all the time every year. No excuses. Finally, we have a coach that takes recruiting talent seriously. Uh, Brandon, absolutely, man. Um, this is 
we did we harp on recruiting a lot? Yes. Did we get slammed a little bit with the last half or taking it too serious? Yeah, we probably did. Well, it played out and we saw why. Uh, it did. This is the way it should be. You know, every uh, summer, all these visits and look, this is a new timeline for recruiting right now with early signing day, summer, you know, June is so important now of so many guys want to get it done before the season uh, because early signing day doesn't give uh, that time after the season anymore, like the February signing day did. So the guys want to have the decision before the season now, since they can't do much after the season, since that signing day is so, you know, butt up against uh, a season now, they want these decisions earlier. Uh, I believe I saw, you know, most of the top players, um, EH on Twitter posted it there uh, today. I believe the top 100, nearly 40, it's like 40, 50% already made their decisions. So, yeah, this is the new timeline, and this is the way it should be every year. As you said, no excuses. They knew this getting into it. They knew what they had to fix. And, hey, they're taking it serious, like you said. And we're seeing the uh, seeing the results of that, seeing the results of that. Uh, Let me see if I can get this name. Uh, Okay, I'll just put it up. (laughs) What are the odds we can put together an offensive group in this class to match defense? Um, We'll see. You got your your quarterback. That's one big, gigantic equalizer. Uh, I like Kane and Daniels at running back, and you're losing Chauncey Bowen stings a bit. We'll see what Florida does for another running back. Uh, receiver, unless you get Jeremiah Smith, you know, I, I think the defense is going to be ahead of the offense. Um, I don't really mind that right now till we see this defense on the field uh, and play better. That has been the weakest link of this Gator football team. Uh, so I have no issue with Austin Armstrong and Billy Napier and let, let's go, uh, you know, let's, let's go fix that side of the ball. Uh, but we know you need both, but getting that quarterback's so, so important with that. You know, offensive line, we're still – I talked about that earlier today. Still waiting for the, you know, big-name offensive lineman. Uh, but you get the size you want. Uh, three commits right there uh, for, for, for the Gators moving forward. Wide receivers, like I said, unless you get Jeremiah Smith, you know, as far as matching talent, you're probably not going to get it. I think you can get some good receivers uh, out there. Talked about that earlier in another episode as well. So not to repeat myself too much, but, uh, you know, just um, did discuss that. Yeah. I don't know if it'll match it in a way it does just because you got your five-star quarterback and he's the leader of the class. He's the top ranked player of the class. So you, you weigh that heavier just because of having that quarterback. Uh, so I, you know, I, I do think because of that and where you have DJ Lagway and just the importance, the ever so importance of a quarterback spot. It's, it's closer just because of that, just because of that. Uh, let's go. Uh, Wicked Fresh, yep, says, Phil Smith says he's shutting his recruitment down. That's another thing. You know, most of these recruits have shut their commitment down. Now, we did see a Darius Hayes visit Miami over the weekend. For now, I don't think it's anything to worry about. Uh, you still would rather not see it, but he said on Twitter he was going to take his visits. Uh, so hopefully nothing comes of it. But um, um, I, I, I still like where Florida is on that. Uh, Brian Gardner brings up a good point about a year ago. Billy Napier's open letter last summer was dated 624, June 24th. Uh, he said, I'm not doing that again. I'll recruit instead. <laughs> oh, man. I, I kind of forgot about that open letter. And from everything I could gather now, it, it did time out where there was, you know, so there was a little bit of a bumpy road in recruiting around there. I, that, that letter was coming out anyway, from what I remember. Uh, but, um, you know, we, I, I kind of forgot about that open letter. Uh, oh man, I have to go back and find that. Uh, Dave, your thoughts on Chris Jones? Seems linebacker room is full now. Now we'll see. We'll see. Um, 
I did talk about that in one of the previous episodes, you know, when Child's committed and, you know, what, my, my thing, what would he think? You know, does he want to come in now with, you know, Waller as well, who can, you know, Chris Jones more a different, he would be a different type of linebacker anyway. Uh, I still think, I, I do want to ask around to see, you know, Florida's angle on this, but, you know, maybe even looking at it from his side of things, would he want to come in with this many linebackers? I think is a question we can ask ourselves as well. I mean, the class was already good with Graham and Hayes, and then it got so much better with Childs. I mean, it's, it's an historic class for this linebacker group for Florida. And then, like I said, Waller, too, being able to play some linebackers. So, yeah, I mean, I'd love to have him, of course. It's a Florida George Bowdy. would love to get one more over him. I think he's a really good player as well. But does it make sense? Does it make sense from the Florida side? Does it make sense for 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 his side? Uh, so I think that's you know one way of looking at it. I I, I don't know. I, I'd absolutely take him. Uh, as I said, you know, defense uh, needs to be fixed, uh, and linebacker you know didn't recruit it well um, numbers wise last cycle. So you probably can use some numbers at, at the same time. So uh, I I'd go for it, uh, but I would not fault him or Florida if they just moved on just because of what you have. Uh, it's a really, really, really good class anyway. All right, let's see. Boom, boom, boom. Brandon McStay, Florida filled out the defensive line and secondary to pass class, and now filling it with linebackers and edge rushers. Going to be scary in 2025, lots of talent. Uh, yeah, you're right. You know, you, you mentioned um, you had that big, big class with Jakeem Jackson, Sharif Denson, um, Dijon Johnson, Jordan Castell, Bryce Thornton. I think I got them all there off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, excuse me if I didn't, but hold on, I got I got it pulled up right here. So we'll see if I we'll see if I forgot one. I think I did pretty good there. Uh, coming off the top of my head, uh, let's see defensive back. Hey, yep, there's a number of five. I think I got them all. I think I got them all. Jakeem Jackson, Dijon Johnson, Jordan Castell, Sharif Denson, Bryce Thornton. There we go. I got them all. Uh, yeah, really good defensive back class last cycle. I mean, Jakeem Jackson's getting rave reviews here in the offseason. I'm ready to see him uh, get on that field, see what he can do as a true freshman. Uh, and then, of course, defensive line with Cameron James and Kelby Collins. I really like what what, what they brought, uh, you know, what they bring to the table as, as well. I mean, yeah. Um, Will Norman, of course. Yep. I was making sure I didn't, wasn't forgetting somebody there, too. All these names flying through right now. Kelby Collins, Cam James, TJ Searcy, of course. I think uh, stats really, really excited him at, at, at edge. He, you know, he was a few, one, one pure edge rusher Florida brought in uh, the last cycle. So uh, I think they can be excited about him, Gavin Hill as well. And you're right. You know, so uh, at more edge rushers, linebackers, uh, this go around for the Gators. But yeah, I like what they were able to do uh, on the defensive line last time and how they're doing it this time as well. You know, getting some size, getting some size this time. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Yeah, like the Nature Gator says, you know, Chris Jones plays inside linebacker position in need. Yeah, I mean, you got you know, Graham can play that. Charles, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it fits up. I think uh, he is a different style. Uh, I would like to see. I'd still like to see him in the class. <laughs> Do, 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 do. All right, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm trying to catch up, guys, right here. Um, are you guys uh, – maybe I, I'll ask the question, I'll come back around this, to this. 
Are you surprised? Are you surprised at what happened here? You had seven commits in three days. I didn't expect this. I I expected some. I expected a number coming out of this weekend. Seven? No, nope, not. I didn't. Not at all. <laughs> I did not see this coming. This was a. This was an avalanche. This was an avalanche. David Taylor says bringing in these guys is one thing. Winning games with them is a whole different ball game. Yep, yeah, sure. You know, recruiting does not mean you will win, but you're not winning. You're not winning without it. Uh, that's been my my statement the whole time. So, um, you know, and hopefully we get to see some development of this. I'm hoping it works out for Billy Napier bringing in a class like this, and he gets to bear the fruit uh, of this recruiting. All right, let's see. JB, <laughs> guess who's back? Back again. Dave working overtime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's fine. It is fine. A lot of news like this. Hey, it's fun. This it, is it's not work. It is not work. Uh, Andy Thurston says this was. I did bring this up, but we probably should clear it up. Fantastic pickup. Love this kid. But question: Do we move on from Jordan Ross to try to get both? Oh no. Yeah, Florida is still going to pursue Jordan Ross. <laughs> Absolutely. Stack the talent, and plus, as I said, more of a um, pure edge rush for with Jordan Ross. And now Waller can move around a bit. I think you know, he can he can play edge he can play edge pass rusher in certain situations, off ball linebacker and others. So um, Ross, though, yeah, you'd want him as 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 a pure pure pass rusher. Do, 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 do. All right, there we go. Uh, now we'll go back to the question. Let's see if uh, if somebody answered that there. Um, but uh, so were you surprised or not? The, Brendan McStay says, I expected Florida to make some noise this class, but they're hitting haymakers right now. Great talent brings in great talent. There you go. That's been one of the uh, stars want to play with stars. I've kind of always said it that way too now. Yeah. Still waiting, you know. Did think with Lagway coming in at quarterback, you were probably going to have a better outlook on receiver. Uh, that hasn't necessarily come to fruition, but that that's at this point, that's uh, kind of minuscule with the way everything's kind of going right now. <laughs> uh, so, um, and you got you brought in three really good wide receivers last class. Uh, I still think you can bring in some good receivers this class as well. I'm not saying that, uh, but you know, I think we were. Looking for the huge, gigantic, big stars at, at receiver, and that, you know that's probably the only, um, you know, big or that's probably the biggest detractor so far, or maybe the biggest surprise, maybe the biggest surprise, I, I'd say. Um, Gump, RN, RCLT, he's yes, yeah, I'm surprised. Proud of the staff. Captain Tripp says he's surprised. Uh, Matthew Walker, if you told me this would happen, I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't have either. I I, I wouldn't have. Uh, not not seven, not who. I mean, Childs, like I said, there were once Michigan possibly filled up at linebacker. Look, they, they were not happy. Uh, I went and looked at the Michigan message boards. They were not happy losing Childs. Uh, and some thought they were filled up. But, I mean, I guess can you be disappointed and filled up at the same time? I don't know. I mean, I, some were saying they didn't have room for him, but there was still a lot of disappointment in Childs making that decision. Uh, of not going to Michigan. It was a surprise. His parents were surprised he committed uh, on this Gator visit. So while we were hearing good things, I wasn't necessarily thinking he would commit this weekend. 
And as, and as I said in one of the last episodes, Waller, I was hearing some good things about. I still wasn't sure he'd pull the trigger this weekend. Uh, and then Nasir, I think, you know, we felt good about him uh, coming in. He was the one I think we were looking looking for. Um, uh, is it Amaris or Amaris? I'll try and get clarification on that. But Williams popping, I think, was a huge surprise. I didn't see that coming. Uh, they're from, you know, from North Carolina, uh, a prospect up there. Jay Bateman doing work uh, for his position and his area. Uh, so Williams commitment was it was a surprise. Uh, Mascall, as we said, guys, was the LSU lean. I mean, if you were to ask me last Thursday, Friday, Marcus Mascall was going to be an LSU Tiger. So yeah, this flip, this flip big. I, we I expected a few out of this weekend. I did not expect seven. So yeah, absolutely. If you would have told me this would happen, I wouldn't have believed it just because of the surprises you got out of this uh so yeah to me what well, i asked you guys look it was a surprise for me too <laughs> uh I, I should i should not have left that out it was a surprise for me um boom, boom, boom. let's go louis kobos brings up a good point i tweeted this and put it on youtube earlier you guys may have seen it i'm not sure yet uh he goes i am surprised I think the Rashada Simmons saga just lit a fire in Billy Napier's heart. I'm liking the new cutthroat approach. Look, I, I have said, you know, my biggest complaint, and I'm full, you guys could probably tell, I'm still a full, full, full-fledged Billy Napier supporter in what he's doing. But my biggest, my biggest complaint so far had been maybe a sense of urgency. Um, a little more aggressive in the transfer portal, I'd like. I get what he's doing. And don't get me wrong, there's been some misses there. Um, so you know, there has been a plan to attack it just a bit. Uh, it hasn't worked out. Um, maybe a more maybe a more sense of urgency there, and maybe more sense of urgency dealing with NIL all that stuff last cycle. Uh, but still, fully supported it, w- w- what he was doing, building his vision. And then, of course, the start the storylines, the Rashada, and the, of course Simmons this past week. Uh, but I did tweet, put out there on social media, all the other places. Remember, you remember guys when the Jaden Rashada saga happened, and we were told. This is going to be a death knell for Florida. This is going to be a death knell for their recruiting. This is going to be a death knell for their NIL efforts. Um, we are sitting here in June, and Florida has the number two and number three classes in America. I don't think it hurt. I did, said it wouldn't hurt. I, I thought the staff would be able to overcome that. And that was, it would be something they had to overcome. And I, I don't think I was putting orange and blue glasses on at the time. I did not think it was going to hurt Florida because of what I was hearing going on behind the scenes and all the processing and uh, the process of Billy Napier and how he works. That's why I didn't think it was really necessarily going to hurt Florida all that much, but the national narrative out there was going to be, Hey, NIL at Florida is a mess. They can't get it fixed. It's going to hurt them down the road. No, no, that's still working on it. Of course, a lot of big changes, big thanks to Florida victorious and, you know, all the, Efforts from all the people involved there of getting it straight and getting it straight fast. But no, but no, no, no. You know, it, it, that was a, a national narrative that I thought was, I think, too many people latched on to. And no, it did not. Uh, Mr. Bird, after this commit, what's your percentage we land Jeremiah Smith? Um, I still say 60 40 Ohio State. Uh, I got to maybe hear, see more. Like I said, I think Florida's in it more than people want to give him credit for. But that's the one I got to see to believe. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, Hunter Crane brings up a good point. Um, go watch one of the last videos. It did go over a whole lot of targets of 
landing in coming days, coming weeks. Uh, good stuff. Big thanks to EH as well uh, from the Gator uh, from the Florida Victorious message boards, uh, helping out with a lot of his info at the same time. All right. Let's see. All right. Go back through the comments one more time and then. Mr. Burr brings up a good point. Any updates on Gibson or we have he stopped recruiting? Uh, I'm assuming Jarrett Gibson, the, the running back. I don't think so. Um, is that, uh, I'm assuming that to you. I'm assuming that to you. <laughs> uh, talking about, but. Uh, I, the, Texas, I've kind of, Texas was the name here in a good bit about early on in the process, Florida's still going to be in it. Um, I think NIL is going to play a huge, huge role here. Um, Lee Napier's got a belief in what he does at running back. I'm not so sure how that one's going to turn out. I think he has a lot of interest in Florida. I think Florida will have a lot of interest in him. But for whatever reason, you know, that one's, I, I think NIL is going to be huge, huge on that one. We'll see where it goes. Florida wouldn't be my pick right now. Um, definitely have not stopped recruiting, though. Have not. Uh, Brandon McStay, Napier, a calculated type of guy. Once he gets his formula set and ready to go, it's a train ride that won't stop. You see it at Louisiana. That is, you know, the pro we saw his process at Louisiana. Now, it is going to be different in the, in the SEC, but a little bit of a slow first year. Turn it on year two and got it going. Now, year two probably going to be a little more difficult here at Florida. We'll see what he brings to the table uh, this fall as far as win-loss record. But uh, it could be the same type of approach of, uh, you know, not necessarily instant, instant success, but putting the foundation together for sustained success. That's the way we have, you know, hope it plays out here. Hunter Crane does bring up a good point. Got to give, and he doesn't get a lot of it, so we'll we'll see. Got to give Scott Strickland some credit for two. Basketball, football recruiting seem to be doing very well. Obviously, hired both Napier and Golden last year. Yeah, of course, basketball recruiting, transfer portal, uh, recruiting going very, very well there. Uh, but you know, Scott Strickland's job's tied to these two guys, maybe more so Napier. And Napier fails, Scott Strickland fails, uh, I think. I think that's the way it would turn out. Uh, we had that conversation about a month ago with Andy Staples on here, at, uh, here on Gators Breakdown, but... Yeah, I'll give you some credit here. I mean, also behind the scenes, like this can't happen if not everybody's moving in the same motion. And that wasn't the case last year. You know, trying to figure out NIL with a new staff and just NIL being new in general, Florida was too slow there. Um, had some good things in motion, they, but, you know, not everybody was on board with Gator Collective and now Florida Victorious. Um, there were some wake-up calls, the Jaden Rashada situation, uh, getting your butt kicked by Miami by NIL a couple of times last year. Uh, there were some wake-up calls of things needing to be done different. Getting everybody on the same page. Boosters, alumni, alumni association, um, administration in the building. What the success we're seeing right now does not happen without those things coming together. Uh, so, yeah, I'll give Scott Strickland a little bit of credit right here, too, for um, now, setting a, um, now setting a focus, now setting a mindset inside the building a little bit uh, with some push, you know, from, from us, uh, from, from the outside of, Hey, we, we can see where this thing is going and, and what needs to be done to get there. And, you know, now 
being a, you know being more open to a lot of those changes. I think have gone a long way, and we see the success right now on the recruiting trail in football and basketball. And now hope we see it on the field and on the hardwood this coming up year. Mm, okay. Very interesting. I see, I see it brought up. Um, you know, two uh, state of Florida. You know, not a lot of start state of Florida. Two state of Florida commits in the class right now for the Gators. That is kind of odd. Very odd. <laughs> I just don't. Uh, you know, Darius Hayes, Isaiah Williams. There's your two that are in this class. We'll see. We'll, we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, some defensive linemen, some DBs in play for Florida here in the state. Uh, so we'll see where that one goes. Um, let's see. I'll give last two, and then I'll get off here. Brandon McStay asks, how much do you think Armstrong is getting into these defensive guys? His energy is noticeable. It's contagious. I, I do think there's an effect here. I think Austin Armstrong um, does have that infectious personality uh, that, that he brings to the table, and I think he can sell a vision. Uh, he's, I think he's got that. He's got that personal attitude. Um, uh, kind of down home, good boy attitude a, a little bit. So, you know, it is funny you don't hear a whole whole lot about it. Um, but I think results kind of speak for themselves too. You know, it can't. It, Jay Bateman's doing an awesome job, uh, a great job. But you got a defensive coordinator too uh, here that you know if these players don't want to play for the defensive coordinator, that would be an issue. Um, so uh, I, I do think uh, the reviews there is probably pretty good. Uh, I'll dive in. I'll ask around. I'll ask around a little bit because, you know, reading all the articles and stuff that come out, you know, you, you hear his name brought up and, and all that, but not really in depth to go along with that. So I'll ask around and see if I can get some more on that. Um, and then who do you think will land next? That'd be the last one from Markel Mabin. If I had to pick somebody, I'd probably say Teddy Foster, uh, the cornerback, named Florida, his leader, coming off this weekend's visit. Um, Miami, he's coming back to campus this week. Uh, Miami visit coming up this weekend. I think he's a candidate to, to, to come next uh, there. You know, he's picking up steam, though. I mean, that, that could slow it down a little bit. Uh, I did talk about this last episode. He's picking up steam uh, in the recruiting world. So we'll see. Does he slow it down with more interest uh, being brought his way? We'll, we'll see. But if I had to pick somebody, um, Teddy Foster or... Just to have some fun. Just to have some fun. Dre Hawkins, uh, the wide receiver from IMG. He'd be he'd be another one. He'd be another one I, I'd go for uh, as far as the next ones to commit. All right, guys. Man, marathon, right? I tell you what, after Saturday, after today, yeah, a, a little tired, but it's a, it's a good tired. I mean, this is this is this is this is why we follow it. This is why I do it. I'm glad you guys are right here. Smash that like button one more time. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if we'll ever, I don't know if we'll ever have a run like this again. I mean, this was Urban Meyer esque here, uh, but seven in three days, you know, in a three day period, but basically seven in two days, uh, with four being on Saturday, three being today. I don't know if we'll see that again. I and mean, that was that. That's something. That 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 was something something to behold it was so exciting i mean i know if you guys are like me refreshing twitter checking your messages checking your uh 
your text message, all that stuff. I mean, it was by my phone just because it didn't know. I didn't know when it was going to stop. Uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully this thing continues on. Get the class mostly built before the season starts. Hang on to it through the season. So we got got a lot to uh, got a lot to look forward to. Uh, and this was um, this was a fun few days. Fun few days here. So, all right, all right. Uh, some more questions come in. I know some of that I have ha- I have answered on other videos uh, that put up today. Um, one of the last ones uh, with the Mascal commitment did go into recruiting a bit more with some other targets that you guys are asking about uh, right there in the chat. But all right, that will do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I am your host, David Water. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for joining me on this episode of Gators Breakdown.